The award-winning Brose Podcast proudly presents, in association with Josh Productions and Chiquita Bananas, the 2019 Golden Brobes Awards with Rich Sweeten. I wish I lived in a treehouse. <laughs> Sean O'Brien. Buy some flavorless wines for yourself, your favorite lady friend, or your wife. And reporting live from the red carpet, podcast president, Tom Hansen. Learn how to fucking do math, you fucking ingrate. And now, your MC for the evening, Matt Casnell. Wow, wow, just an honor to be here, guys. Welcome to the first annual Golden Brobes Awards, guys. How are we all doing tonight? We're doing great. Yeah? Woo! Everybody enjoying themselves? <laughs> everybody, got a, everybody got a drink in hand? Really, uh, you know... You know, buzzing around, uh, shooting the yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm ready for this. Yeah, in excellent. My uh, five-piece suit. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I do want to kick it out to uh, to our, our, our red carpet cor- carpet correspondent Tim uh, Tim Hansen for this one. Tim, um, we're going to need you and and your expertise specifically to to tell everybody about the fashion for the evening. You're out there on the red carpet live. What can you tell us? <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at here? <laughs> Bunch of clowns, you bunch of bitches. Wow. Yeah, Tim has found the open bar immediately uh, <laughs> during this, tonight's uh, festivities. Uh, this is it, guys. So this is the Golden Bros. We've done it for one year. We've been doing this podcast, and it's oh, absolutely my, incredible. That's un- unbelievable. 52 yeah. fucking episodes. We expect, yeah. I, I went back, and as, as part of this, of course, we, we go back, and you, you got to prepare everything for the, for, the, for the ceremony. And, of course, you go back, and you listen to some of the old episodes. And we expressed surprise at how far we'd gotten and episode 2-1, which is our fourth episode. We were like, holy crap, we're doing this again, aren't we? Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild year, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it's been an absolute blast. And yeah. hopefully at least another, like, six months. Yeah. I think hopefully we can continue at least that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. At most. I mean, I can't really handle more than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, what are your thoughts going into this, uh, the Golden Brobes Awards of 2019? Uh, it's blown my mind that we've come this far. Uh, I love you, bros. Love you too, man. You're, you're, you're my favorite bros of all bros. Yeah. That yeah. ever broed the yeah. broy broness. I, I've run out of bro words. I'm going to play you off the stage with the music. Obviously, uh, you haven't had uh, enough time playing Bro Force to help you with the broiness of this brodom. <laughs> uh, while we're getting into the brotastic uh, brotanics of our, our brotastic wines, um, let's, let's discuss real quick, for all time's sake, what we're enjoying on this evening of, of the of the awards. So, Rich, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking the classic, mm-hmm. the one, the only, Lab. Oh, Lab. That's incredible, man. Congratulations. <laughs> How does it stack up to where you... This is the first uh, rosé you drank with us yes. on the show. How does it stack up in your memory to uh, what you've built it up to be in your mind? It's still good. It's not as good as I remember it to be. It was a little bit fruitier. Mm-hmm. I also had it with ice, so it might have changed. Mm-hmm. It, the, the flavor changes because this is no ice, and yeah. I did not get to chill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still good, and okay. I still enjoy it. And it's just super fitting because my parents just got a new little baby lab. He's adorable. Oh, <laughs> it's cute. Oh. What's, the lab's, what's the little baby lab's name? Chase. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent name. <laughs> it's gonna be weird when my first son's name Chase. Uh, <laughs> uh, At least it's not gonna be spelled with a Y. 
Oh, is it is it really spelled? Yeah, so it's Y H A S S. No, it's just it's just five Y's that you pronounce it as Chase. Chase. No, no, it's it's C H A Y C E. Oh, oh my god, or something like that. I don't know. What? My mom's weird. Freaking millennial dogs. Tim Hansen, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I could not find beautiful, uh, spelled I U T I F U L, to celebrate our anniversary that's the word i'm drawing a blank on so many fucking words today it's exciting man listen the adrenaline rush it's it's all these memories coming back i'm not ready (laughs) he Um, wasn't ready (laughs) uh but what i picked up was barefoot bubbly's brute champagne or brute rosé champagne Mm -hmm. so i still say it was show champagne to celebrate and uh honestly whereas the champagnes at the beginning of this and me being a smart ass uh, where gave me terrible fucking heartburn. So far, this is delicious. Excellent, excellent. So, so it's like your body awesome. is your body has been stealing yourself for this moment <laughs> over the last fifty two weeks. Well, it's either that or the other champagnes were just garbage. I'm not quite sure. Mm, very possible. Very possible. <laughs> I'm. I, I was also not able to to uh, find a bottle of my original uh, rosé, Jersey Blush, but I did pick one that I, I recall being quite good when I had it, and that was Matua, the Pinot Noir rosé. Um, the, the recurring theme throughout uh, our rosé picking, it seems like, was the Pinot Noir rosés and the, the rosés that had the Grenache grapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I picked out this one. It's a Pinot Noir rosé from New Zealand. It's a 2016. It's very good. It's about $15, $16 bottle and uh, quite dry, close to being a red, exactly what I'm looking for in a rosé. And Sean, nice. what are you drinking this evening? I could not. It, it would It would be... A crime. It'd be criminal for me mm-hmm. not to represent Josh on this, <laughs> our one-year episode. I thought you were going to say huevos. Huevos. <laughs> no. Sean needs to go home we- <laughs> Yeah. To <laughs> share with your wife. Huevos <laughs> <laughs> was the worst wine I had by, by far. But I have it on good authority that lady friends do love huevos. Lady friends love the huevos. Um, yeah. And Josh... So if we're being completely honest, Josh does not stack up. It's not as good as it was because I think Josh was the first wine that I had Mm -hmm. that was decent. Uh Like it was the first one. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, (laughs) sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is what's supposed to be. So I've had since then, I've had better rosés, but Josh still holds up. I would drink it and I've I've bought at least or have been like for me, people purchased at least four bottles and they've all been like, yeah. <laughs> they've all been i drank all of them i've yeah. even drank like josh white and josh white is good too yeah like it is a it is a it's, yeah. a, it's a josh is kind of one of those uh it's a household name yeah <laughs> yeah so when the josh uh when josh sellers meet social media coordinator logs on for the first time in like five months <laughs> and finally hears this maybe they will understand the genuine love that we have for their product and, and agree to sponsor truly 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 absolutely yeah uh, well gents we have a lot to get to we have several awards that we have to hand out tonight of course uh, you all have been voting on uh on our twitter account at brose underscore podcast um, and on our Facebook page, uh, and uh, going to the Twitter account, voting on your favorites from this year in a number of different categories. Um, as always, you can listen to the podcast. All of our back episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And uh, one of the big awards, the, the big award, really the coup de grace for tonight is, of course, a question of the year. Um, that's submitted uh, by, by typically by you, the listener. So if you have a question that you want to get uh, nominated for next year's uh, Golden Brobes Awards, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. 
Um, but without further ado, gentlemen, I think we need to get to the first, uh, our first award of the night, which is, uh, it was a real barn burner. It was for bit of the year. Uh, we, we came with a lot of uh, strong bits in the year 2018, <laughs> 2019. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's only fair that this one really came, really came down to the wire. Uh, and definitely had nothing, no influence by me as the tie-breaking vote uh, to figure out who the winner of this one was. So, without further ado, Bit of the Year. The nominees for Bit of the Year are Sean's Two Dicks. My name is Sean. I got two dogs. I got two hands. And I got two dicks. Whoa! Whoa! Mm. Whoa! That's a, Whoa. That, that double dick. <laughs> Sean O'Brien will not be able to join us. I was provided with this statement by his official representation. Unfortunately, I have broken one of my two dicks in a tragic chocolate fountain accident, and I will be sidelined for the next three weeks. My recently hired management released several statements regarding the state of me and my alleged multiple penises. I was just trying to get our one session Sean Dick quota in. <laughs> when we report the numbers to the potential sponsors, we go, okay, here's the number of listeners we have, here's the number of times we talk about Sean's dick, here's our impressions, and also, again, just for clarity, here's how many times we talk about Sean's dick in a given podcast, because it's really important. Tim, reporting live from blank. Across from us on a monitor, reporting live from Saskatchewan, Canada, Mr. Tim Hansen. What's going on, Tim? It's cold up here, eh? Is it really? Yeah, someone threw me in the trunk of a car. I don't know how I got up here. No? Wow. <laughs> I also don't know what accent I'm doing. Across from me, reporting live from the void, Mr. Tim Hansen. It's dark in here! And reporting to us live from uh, Easter Island? Is that correct? That's, Mr. Tim Yeah, that's right. What's going on, guys? I'm, how's Easter Island? You know, it's not what I thought. I was hoping for, like, chocolate and eggs everywhere and pretty colors, but all I got are these dumb statues and these big-ass, like, dudes' heads. Reporting live from like Argentina or some shit, Tim Hansen. Drink some skins, bitch. Just over the bit. Like, yeah, I, just, I don't know. I've, I've named all the countries I know. That's the end of it. Premise. So you may be wondering what the premise of the show is. The premise of the show is very simple. We're four bros who drink rose and talk about the world's topics. The premise of the show, as always, the premise. Premise, 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 premise. And. No one listens to anyone. I forgot what you said already. <laughs> Honestly, I don't listen to Matt. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is I'm just being an asshole now because I don't remember what you're doing. <laughs> Nobody was... loves me. You might have said it as you were introing right now, and I don't even know. I, I have three witnesses to uh, attest to that fact, except for Sean, who isn't listening to me. I, I'm sorry, what happened? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, listen, why, why would we listen to any response in this show? really a close race <laughs> oh uh, my god yeah some solid contenders absolutely yeah. uh, a lot of uh, listen again a really tight race um and, and we could have gone on i mean sean you're such a champ <laughs> about you and your two dicks <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's, it's it's been going on listen you, you kind of brought it on yourself being the first not, thing you it, said on it's the not, show. Yeah, it's not a I kind of. I definitely brought it upon myself <laughs> because I led with that. But also, we could have stopped like at any point within the, the following 52 episodes said, okay, you know what? Given Sean a mulligan on this one, but no. We're all six years old. <laughs> So we've just decided to run with it. But, uh, but again, we, we let the votes uh, bear out. We, we let the listeners speak. And uh, our winner this year for a bit of the year is, of course, Sean's Two Dicks. Um, I brought both my dicks to, uh, <laughs> to receive this award. <laughs> both of them? And they both really appreciate it. They're cute. Oh, I man. like their bow ties. <laughs> yeah. The scar on the custom. one from when you broke it. Man, oh, that's yeah. gnarly. I don't know if that'll ever heal. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man well congratulations sean you've really outdone yourself this time mm-hmm. um you can put your pants back on <laughs> I, I will not though <laughs> no, of course. Why would you? No, it gets uh, hot in here. Yeah. No. So as as I alluded to before, our, our 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 key, the seminal award that we're handing out tonight is question of the year, and, and the reason it's so so near and dear to us is for a few reasons. One, um, that the questions are the reason we have this show. The point, the, <clears throat> the premise of the ding. show. Ding. ding. Uh, bell's over there. The bell's getting a night off. Uh, <laughs> bell's running bar. Um, but the premise of the show, of course, is that we are four bros. We sit around, we drink rosé, and we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And so you make up the, the you you provide the content for the show. And so it's only fair that we we award you in kind. So we have four great nominees, and I'd like to uh, to discuss and 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 show a brief brief clip, uh, if you will, if I can get a uh, Jim on on a monitor five to show our our first question of the year nominee. Jim, not oh, hold on, Jim. Yep, Jim's there. Hold on, let me... uh, Okay, he's good, he's good. One second, guys. Our first nominee for Question of the Year is... The Governor Superpower Question, also known as the Gorilla Mail Question. So this question is actually submitted anonymously, no one... It is so it's not by an SO. But oh yeah, Mary. Mary told me someone used um, like Gorilla Mail or something. So it's like through what? it's through an what anonymous is server. Is it Gorilla Mail similar to Mailchimp? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a survey question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is like a three-part question. It seems uh, one: be a governor of Pennsylvania with the powers of flight and super strength. Two: be governor of Wyoming with laser vision and super speed. Or three. And this is long. <laughs> what? I'm, my mind is honestly blown right now. I'm like, I feel I've like I'm seeing into infinity. What's Three. going on? Be governor of Rhode Island with the powers of super speed and water, the ability to breathe underwater, and the power to talk to fish. And you have to stay governor of the state and do all the duties that accompany the position, or you lose your powers. So, would you rather Rhode be Island. Pennsylvania with it. flight and strength, Wyoming with laser vision and super speed, or be Aquaman minus talking to animal, uh, uh, aquatic animals in Wait, Rhode can Island. he control for, for, First of all, real quick, Rich, if you want to ask a question on the podcast, <laughs> you can just tell us you want to discuss but Honestly, something. Mary was like, did you submit questions? Like, <laughs> what is going on? And I was like, no. No, I, this, I promise you, this is not me. Kato, like, I've definitely sent questions <laughs> to the mailbox and just gone, listen, it's them. if we've run out of questions this week, you can use these. <laughs> but I've never used... The gorilla. The... It, it is. I don't know. It's some. It was some like encrypted. Like this came anonymously through this thing, and it was like it was like just numbers. Like the the email address was just like a random ghost email address, like or a burner That's... email address, basically. But why this question? I don't know. But I'm gonna answer. <laughs> like when it. you said it, like I was gonna be like, oh shit, do I have like something in my past that I like, <laughs> somebody's gonna bring up? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I think we gotta play this as the only way to go is just think about it and answer it answer it straight so i would be the governor of wyoming with laser vision and super speed because it seems like it would be easy to keep the governorship of wyoming and also like super speed is my is my goal like i think that's one of the best superpowers yeah super speed is an awesome superpower yeah are we we talking about like the flash super speed where i can also go intangible and stuff yeah i mean super speed encompasses all of flash okay yeah then i would definitely want to be super speed that's my that's all right so rhode island had what powers speed and it's aquaman rhode island is aquaman minus oh no and the power to talk to so rhode island is aquaman okay wait Um, can he control water uh, I assume no. so, but his but his uh, his uh, his staff son, can right. He can, no, uh, Aquaman cannot control water. Aqualad can, which is his son. 
Okay. So you're Aqua Lad, not Aqua Man. Yeah. Okay. His wife had the ability to control one. You're Aqua Lad. Uh, but no, is Aqua Lad. Uh, there are three choices or four. The ability to breathe under the so power to is, talk to fish. Wyoming, PA, and so Rhode it's Flight and super strength. So it's basically Superman for Pennsylvania. Laser vision and super speed. It's a combination of the Flash and Cyclops for Wyoming and to be Aquaman in Rhode Island. I, I am 100% going with Sean's choice of, of Wyoming. Uh, especially uh, because with the super, like I, I, I don't think you get like it, Wyoming strikes me as the kind of state where once you get reelected, people are just like, yeah, yeah, he's fine. Casnell's <laughs> doing an alright, and you job. can, and it's so flat, you can just run everywhere. Exactly, there's a ton of free space. Yeah. So you can shoot down some mountains. You know, <laughs> yeah, hey, we're building another tunnel. Politicians love building bridges and tunnels because yeah. they look awesome. So you just bore bore a yeah. hole through a mountain range with your eye, with your laser vision. Yeah. Yeah. And just and run on infrastructure every single year. Yeah. That's <laughs> your major plan. <laughs> Tunnels Casnell with another <laughs> speedway. Uh, t- Tim, what would your choice be of those three? Wait. So Pennsylvania, you're basically Superman. Yeah. Uh, without, uh, super strength it's, is flying. It's flying yeah. and I'm super strength. I'm still confused about Rhode Island because I swear you said something about controlling water. No, uh, super speed in water, the ability to breathe underwater, and the power to talk to fish. Oh, you're close to the bay, no. like the ocean. Then fucking no, I'm gonna be Wyoming. Because <laughs> like, super strength requires paying attention, and I don't like oh, to yeah, do I that. Def- so I'm gonna break would... fucking everything. Yeah, yeah, I definitely would kill somebody by accident. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Whoops. I then had to get be... reelected for you. Don't come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> no, accidentally um... dropping a building on someone. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, I would. You, uh, as much as honestly, I want these Aquaman powers, Wyoming, you are more likely to get reelected, and I would have to agree with all of you guys. Because if I am going in this for the powers, it would be in a state where I can keep the powers. Yeah. You're right. I, I think, I think. yeah, thank you, Anonymous, for this. Yeah. And we will all be the governors of Wyoming. We, I'm now imagining attack ads against Sean after, like, or, like, if he was the governor of PA, just yeah. like how Harrisburg is just down. It's just like, yeah, O'Brien crushes another orphanage, and this is like, it's just O'Brien, Sean going, oops, and like flinging a boulder. That caused another landslide, too many fucking tunnels in that <laughs> Squirrel Hill Tunnel blocked for weeks as O'Brien knocks over another boulder in front of the entrance. Yeah, just smushing babies left and right. Oh, that's the monster. I just you wanted to give him a kiss. You're just like, oh no. I just want to love you. <laughs> You're George. I just want to love him and squeeze him. Jeez. All right, the governor's superpower question, guys. Uh-oh. Absolutely remarkable. Um, <laughs> the amount of thought that had to go into that and the circumstances. Just, just. It takes a warped mind. Could you repeat to me what each of the <laughs> qualities were? Again? I fucking no, I can't. <laughs> it was so good. That was the thing. It was just our, our genuine confusion for about two and a half minutes. And then we were like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd be the governor of Wyoming. <laughs> I think we all just picked Wyoming because everyone picked Wyoming. It's like, yeah, if, if Sean says that's a smart move, then that's the smart move. <laughs> basically what it was, we all followed the leader on that one. Because otherwise it would require us to remember what our powers were. And it was like, all right, yeah. running in lasers and in a you know Midwestern like flyover state. Sure, why not? So. No, I was definitely about to go with Rhode Island because I thought I could control water, and it's like I'm gonna be a waterbender. Well, you because yeah. you could hold the town, you could hold the city hostage, like reelect <laughs> me or. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I just, thought of while we were re-listening to this is uh, like if you if you don't like the governor of another state, it's just like uh, oh, you, you Kaz made another tunnel. Let me just throw this orphanage in that tunnel from states away. Yeah. <laughs> 
It'd be rough if like you both decide to run for president. You're on the debate stage, and like they're like ripping your your Medicare package. You're like, oh yeah, boom! <laughs> that was Allentown. <laughs> Pittsburgh's next. <laughs> Fucking gone. Oh my god. So all right. Well, so we'll see how uh, the rest of the nominees uh, pan out. So we want to move on to our next category, and this is uh, again, this is a huge one because. We're nothing if if we're nothing if without the the influence of our audience and our sponsors. Um, the sponsors are, are a huge part of the show. They they keep they keep us in the black as they were. Um, so we want to we want to pay tribute to the, the the fine corporations and individuals who have have agreed to give us money over the years to sponsor the show. So without further ado, best sponsor of the year. The nominees for sponsor of the year are spam text messages. You're sitting at work, drudging away all the paperwork, when suddenly, your phone light starts blinking. Who could it be? Is it the person in your dreams messaging you? Are friends calling, asking you to hang out? Let's check it. Unknown number. Lose 50 pounds in 61 days. That's an oddly specific amount of days. Ignore it. You get home from work and decide to start cooking dinner, and you hear a chunk of the text message. Maybe you don't have to cook dinner, and you'll have plans. Unknown number. Hello? I figured you may want to see this. You ignore it. It's 3 a.m. and you forgot to silence your phone before going to bed. Loudly, you hear the chime. Frantically, you wake up. Who could it be? Is there an emergency? Who's texting me at 3 a.m.? Another unknown number. Thanks for your loyalty. Check this out. It's your wedding day, but your significant other is late. Very late. You haven't heard from them in over two hours, and the ceremony should have started 45 minutes ago. Feel the buzz of your phone, and you look excitedly, expecting a message from them, and you break down crying. Your best friend, your best friend asks, what's wrong? And you show them your phone. Oh, no, number. It was 55 pounds in 64 days. You hear your best friend mutter. That's an oddly specific amount of days. Spam text, giving you anxiety and false hope at the worst possible moments from the creator of scam likely phone calls. Chiquita Bananas. We ran an advertisement a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, and the uh, the company that ran this advertisement was apparently not happy with the results of the ad, and they wanted to uh, to clarify a few points. So this episode, this this very very special holiday episode, is brought to us by Chiquita Bananas. It's Chiquita. 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 Excuse me. Chiquita. Thank you. Get the All right. fuck out of sorry. here. Sorry. Sorry about that. Chiquita values its sterling reputation in the produce community. Recently, we were informed of a lengthy advertisement that ran on the world-renowned Brose podcast that does not reflect the values or intentions of Chiquita Brand International or our affiliates. We would like to address some of the highly controversial passages and claims made in the aforementioned ad copy to ensure a continued healthy relationship between Chiquita and Brose, and more support, most importantly, between Chiquita and you, the banana buying consumer. Chiquita bananas are delicious, sweet, and high in potassium, and are perfect as a midday snack or as part of a balanced breakfast. They are not designed to be used as weapons, whether to disable a vehicle or bludgeon a hapless victim in a late-night sneak attack. In fact, it's very likely that an appropriately like chi- ripe Chiquita banana would be completely ineffective in, in assailing any threat. Unless, of course, that threat is hunger. Chiquita would also like to dispute the advertisement's claims of the existence of a homicidal maniac dressed in a banana costume, using any sort of weapon against his enemies, let alone a bunch of bright, succulent Chiquita bananas. We cannot dispute whether the alleged banana man was using a dull banana, however. Never say never. After conducting an internal investigation, Chiquita has determined that the malicious copy was produced by a rogue public relations representative, frustrated by the fact that her local office has yet to rebuild the designated smoking gazebo out back after removing it three years ago. Rest assured that Chiquita has handled the matter in-house by subjecting her to corrective action at the hands of one of the many Colombian paramilitary terrorist groups we have funded for decades and are still 
literally doing today to intimidate workers and protect and to protect our vast monopolistic botanical empire. Look it up. We hope this clears up some of the unfortunate misconceptions our previous advertisement may have created. With the truth in hand, please feel free to enjoy a tasty Chiquita banana on this holiday without guilt or reservation. Chiquita bananas. Bubba's Brews and Boobs. Uh, this week's episode, of course, is Brose. is brought to you by uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Nah, just kidding. It's brought to you by Bubba's Brews and Boobs. <laughs> That's right. Bubba's Brews and Boobs, located at the intersection of 17th and random name of a tree in Center City, Philadelphia. Fellas, leave the ladies at home and come down with your bros for the game. You know, the game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. For some reason, golf. There's always something on, splayed out over our disorienting 5,500 square feet of TVs. Put on your best jumbo-sized jersey and order an ice-cold beer from one of our 120 taps, with selections ranging from Miller Lite all the way to Miller High Life. The champagne of beers! Then, set it down on one of our brand new TV tables. Just a flat screen with the picture facing up. Don't break it. Make sure to get our world-famous wings. You know, the favorites of Jimmy All-World Jenkins, the backup outfielder for the 1985 Phillies. You know, All-World Jenkins, the one with the beard. He hit that homer the one time, in and out of jail. <clears throat> anyway, it's all here at Bubba's. Beer, wings, and our smoking hot waitresses, which are just automaton droids with the body of a supermodel and heads replaced with 55-inch Panasonic flat screens. More TVs! Just make sure you don't order anything but the wings. Our chefs haven't cooked anything out outside of deep fryer since 1978. While you wait for your food, play pub trivia on our brand spanking new game tablets. It's like a TV in your hands. Take a swing on the links with our new Golden T 2019 game. Or better yet, just watch it on demo mode for three hours as nobody comes close to playing it. Whatever you do, just make sure you're doing it with your buds, preferably the white ones. E editor's note, don't say that last part literally, just try to imply it somehow. Bubba's is also the proud host of the Mac and the Squid Morning Show on 88.7 The Smut. Come down and see Mac and the Squid at the bar from 5 to 9 every weekday morning like a normal adult. And if you see their buddy Sluggo, make sure to give them the phrase that pays for a chance to win an authentic Mac and the Squid annual clam bake beer koozie from two years ago. Come in out of the cold and heat up at Bubba's, five-time winner of Philly Mag's least insulated bars in the city. Just don't wipe your feet on the welcome mat, because it's just another TV. Bubba's bruise and boobs. Don't fill the emptiness in your soul. Just put a flat brim ball cap on it. And rocks. From the Coalition of Rock and Stone Safety. Good day. We here at the Coalition for Rock and Stone Safety would like to ask the <coughs> evil Rose podcast to retract their previous statement that rocks are not designed to kill people, however they do. Stated by President Tom Mbop Hansen. We are a foundation created to teach rock and stone use safety. We know that there are some bad people out there that use rocks for terrible reasons. However, rocks are inanimate objects and cannot purposefully hurt people. We want you to remember the first law of motion and that an inanimate object will not move towards someone without assistance from an outside force. Below is a list of notable people and their interactions with rocks and stones. They gave me a list of like 35 pages. I took the top five. Oh, wow. So I wanted to like have a little game with it and ask you guys if you know who these people are and their interactions with rocks or stones. First person was uh, Paul Donald White II. Paul Donald White the second. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I got nothing. Alright, um, this says, uh, also known as, as the Big Show, is still living after he fought mm -hmm. a rock in the WWE 2000 Royal Rumble. Oh, uh, yes, he I remember Big Show's fight with a rock. He was, yeah. no, no was that was the rock. That was no, the no, rock. Was rock. Was I guess, rock. I guess no. they just, they missed that in the print, but he was defeated in that match, but he didn't sustain any injuries. Ah, good mm. for Big Show. Uh, we'll go to the next one. Maybe that was just an error. The rock wasn't big uh, enough. Glenn Thomas Jacobs. Who that? Glenn Jacobs sounds like a familiar name, but I do not know the his relationship with rocks. Uh, it's, 
Oh, jeez. It's Kane, also known as Kane, uh. in the WWE, made it to the final match in the 2001 Royal Rumble, where he had to fight a rock and a stone. Oh, what are the odds? He was part of the final two, but the stone got the better of him, took the championship. I, I think they're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. All right. The next, the next, the caretaker? Is that another wrestler? Undertaker? Uh, Undertaker. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's it's the caretaker is what this says. Hmm. Hmm. Less familiar with the caretaker. Sounds like an old man when he came. Is this is his finishing move the Carestown? Uh, it's let's see what it says here. It's uh was portrayed by a rock in the movie The Longest Year. No, that was Chris Rock. Mm. Oh my god, I don't I think I think this place yeah, This so, is brutal. I don't, this uh, PR guy's got some work to do. Yeah, he's he's got a uh, you know here's a good one. Here's okay. a good one. Okay. It just says Wichita. That's a city in Kansas, so maybe that has something to do with That's rocks. That's Wichita. Wichita. You know anything about Wichita? I know Wichita State, the college. Yeah. You know about Wichita? Kid Rock doesn't happen to be from Wichita, does he? No, he's in Detroit, born and bred. No, no. Uh, oh, good lord. They're talking about Emma Stone's character from Zombieland. She oh, Stone. It said she ended She ended up defending people from zombies. Did the she reads, kill zombies? The read says... She killed with rocks. Uh, it says... If she kills uh, zombies, <laughs> then rocks kill people because she's at a stone. The read says, uh, was a stone that was used to defend Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Abigail Breslin amusement park filled with zombies. Doesn't matter if it's oh, defense. If well, it's see, yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's not doing much to bolster I, their argument. Yeah, I don't uh, well, they have one more. Let's just finish off the I one that finish. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This name sounds fake, but Aaron Ralston. Do you know who Aaron Ralston is? Obviously not. He's he's probably the bass player for a new metal band. It's uh, the writer of a book between a rock and a hard place. I guess. Ooh, Wait, that's a I, book, not I guess, a weird saying. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess it's another fake guy. Uh, let's see what it says. This can't he, be real. His book is about how he survived an accident in Utah where he had to amputate his arm with a dull pocket knife after a dislodged boulder pinned him in Blue John Canyon for six days. This is 27 hours. He yeah, was he was betrayed by James Franco in 127 hours. James the um, Rock Franco. We we made the argument that since he survived six days, the rock wouldn't have killed him. Hunger would have, and gravity caused a rock to fall. So at the end of the read, they do write, uh, none of these stones are, or rocks actually killed anyone because they don't have a mind of their own. Remember, rocks don't kill people. The outside force causing the rock to hit a person kills people. Sponsor of the year. Wow. I mean, again, would not be here without their rousing support and, and their, their financial contri contributions. Uh, financial and otherwise, I would say, <laughs> to the show. Talking about Bubba's Brews and Boobs, yeah. I, was I drove by a place the other day. It was... Uh, uh, boots and bonnets it's right off of 95 oh, man i'm like we're gonna have to get in touch with that direct competition <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely but i haven't heard from bubba's in a long time uh obviously this this place might uh, might have some potential uh but only one can be the sponsor of the year uh gentlemen and uh again after after many votes a very surprising uh result i would say the winner uh by, by a significant margin chiquita bananas chiquita bananas chiquita bananas chiquita. um I'm assuming Whee! from repeated mentions on the show, just like by <laughs> sheer volume of references, Truly. Uh, the bananas, bananas went out as sponsor of the year. I, I don't know what to say. Neither do I. I'm, I'm at a loss. Uh, Tim, your thoughts? <laughs> uh, you can definitely kill somebody with a banana and a rock. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tim speaking from a position of like a, a amount of knowledge that I'm a little worried by. <laughs> it's the country strike. I'm not. Is that country strike? <tim's upper bicep tim's uh triceps he could kill with any with any inanimate object 
<laughs> yeah. Showing off his guns. Yeah, watch out. Watch where you point those things. Yeah, it's the certitude, I think, that really kind of upsets me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can... There was, uh, it was a, a very, very brief uh, digression here, but I remember I, I chimed in. My, my, my grandfather was around. Uh, he was telling a story. My, my father is not the most outdoorsy person, and I'm not telling tales out of school with that. He would he would be the first person to tell you. Um, and we were having a conversation with my grandfather at dinner once, and my dad was telling me uh, telling us about this problem he was having. Like there were birds at his house, and he couldn't get the birds nest down. They kept swooping at him, and he couldn't figure out how to get rid of them. And my grandfather, I zoned out of the conversation for a little bit, and I came back in right around the time my grandfather said something along the lines of, <clears throat> you know. And I, the way I grew up, I never had fear of any animal. <laughs> I love this story. All right, Bear Gorillas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that 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 uh, mm-hmm. that certainty is the way that Tim mentioned that he could absolutely kill somebody with, with a banana or a rock or both or both at the same time. Yeah, I'm not saying this from experience, or at least I will never confirm that I'm <laughs> yeah, saying of course, this from why experience. Would you? Yeah. All right. Uh, for our next, uh, for ne- next, we want to bring up uh, our next question of the year nominee, and uh, our, really our most infamous moment here on the Brose <laughs> Podcast. Uh, the second question of the year nominee. Our second nominee for question of the year is the Muppet back tattoo question. If you had to get a full size back tattoo of a Muppet. <laughs> 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 Which Muppet wow. would you choose? I hope there's a name attached to this because I'm picturing. There isn't, but I'm pretty sure it was Jenna. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing Jenna, or her, like I, it's probably her. But uh, it's it's probably. I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain it was Jenna. Like I'm just sitting by, like listening to this at work, or like sitting by her, her phone, listening to this, going like, "Where's the Muppet question?" <laughs> I made very clear. All right, so full size. Full-size Muppet tattoo on your back. Yes. Okay. A full-size back tattoo of a Muppet. (laughs) So, I need you guys to help me with this. I have three options Mm -hmm. that I would take. It would either be... You came up with these very quick. It seems to me you've thought of this before. (laughs) Uh, I have not thought about this before. I've already got my three. I don't know how to narrow it down (laughs) either. I love love the Muppets. Okay. Are Uh, Are these including, like, Sesame Street Muppets? Or just, like... I, Muppet Show Muppets. Muppet Show Muppet Babies. No Sesame Street. No. Okay. I just need. That's all yeah. I need to know. It's not not the even whole Star Henson Wars universe. Yeah. Just, okay. Um. Wait. Is Sesame Street made by the same people? Yes. They're Hensons. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blown. Kermit's Had on no Sesame idea. Street. Yeah, he's been on Sesame Street a few times. Yeah. That. There's well, I'm fucking meet. dumb. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, why you haven't watched? You haven't watched Sesame Street. So, they have you. So, uh, for real, I wouldn't mind having a tattoo of Kermit on a log playing rainbow connection mm-hmm. but for the the question it's either animal fozzy bear or sweetums who is sweetums he's sweetums. the big, big guy. ogre guy oh okay okay yeah he usually eats whatever muppet he's in a sketch with okay. yeah okay okay uh i think i'd go animal but what is animal doing in your tattoo he's on the drums okay that's, drums. That, that, that's the correct answer Why? i just want to make sure that's what he was doing yeah uh, I would agree with you on that. Or it might be the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody of the four uh, um, band Muppets. Or oh. it would just be a Bohemian Rhapsody oh, okay. of just Have animal. you heard the Muppets do Bohemian Rhapsody? I probably have in the past. I can't it's, think of it right now. It's really good. 
and the verse is just instead of the actual verse, it's mama. just it's just animal saying "mama" like ninety five <laughs> times. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. It's so good. All right, so you would pick animal playing the drums. Animal playing the drums, or just Sweetums. Maybe Sweetums eating animal. This way, I have them both. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, if I were picking for you, I'd pick Animal, but I, okay. listen, it's, mm-hmm. this is your back, man. It's your like, back. <laughs> it's my back. Yeah. Uh, Tim, who you had, You said you had three picks as well. Yeah, so mine was Animal playing drums on a surfboard. <laughs> wow. Thinking like, Wipeout! Because uh, they yeah. definitely do like a version of that. Yeah. Um, or Gonzo or Fozzie. And I don't know what to pick. I have such, but I'm... A, like, I have such a love for Fozzie Bear because he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just like, like the... he, he's just waka that comfortable waka. character. Like, yeah. you can't not yeah. like Fozzie I Bear. Love him. It's like if I don't get Fozzie Bear on my back, I'll get him somewhere else on your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I'm by the way, towards... according to our contract, on unlimited the... quota of Richie's dick. <laughs> I feel like I'm leaning towards Gonzo, though, because Gonzo's like, yeah, everybody laughs at Gonzo, but does anyone really like Gonzo? And that's kind of how I feel about myself. Oh, jeez. So, oh, jeez. No. Come on, man. We like you for I, I'm real. I'm being realistic. Yeah. You're, you're, I mean, listen, you're the Gonzo of our group, but no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> if no. there's, hold on, if there's any Muppet that you would get tattooed on your dick, it would be Gonzo. Because of the dick. Oh, yeah, no. I, do that, I do have that curvy wing. If it's blue, that's something wrong. This is the end of the show. Half <laughs> <laughs> uh, of this is getting taken out. Sean, who would be you... weaker and his neck's just going to get longer? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That's the funniest thing Tim's ever said on the show. <laughs> Tim, drop the mic and leave. You're done. I'm out. <laughs> oh my god. Sean, and then <laughs> which muffin would you put on your dick? dick and Doctor Bunsen <laughs> as your ball. <laughs> Doctor Bunsen on the left and the right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to all thirty-three episodes of the Brose Podcast. We are now canceled. We have been uh, canceled by uh, our own decree. <laughs> This is not the episode we're spending to send to potential sponsors. <laughs> this is not the one. Uh, okay, but my back tattoo would be uh, Stan- Statler and Waldorf. Oh, that's a good one. On my back, just so anyone who's fucking me from behind <laughs> to see their disappointed face. As he's doing it, he's like, hey, this isn't half bad. <laughs> nope, it's all bad. I was going to say, you need to get like a button. Like, that oh. says that. <laughs> so. And Matt. I can't top any of this. Like, there's no getting past. Uh, I, <laughs> the Swedish I mean, chef. I mean, why not? Like, <laughs> the Swedish chef never fails to make me laugh. Uh, there's a phenomenal... What, 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 <laughs> there's a phenomenal... Um, this is Sports Center ESPN commercial with Henrik Lundqvist on the on the New, 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 New England 
the New York Rangers, who is Swedish, and um, there it's just him in the cafeteria arguing with the Swedish chef because he's like, "You're not actually Swedish," and the Swedish chef. Uh, so that's, that's my pick. Swedish Chef has always been my, has been my favorite Muppet for a while, um, just because I, I don't know. He's dumb. I love him. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, there's no way I can get better than <laughs> the last three things that we just discussed <laughs> as potential tattoos. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, alright, those, those are all the questions, right? That's so, all of it. All if right. they wanted to get in touch with you, Matt. Uh, yeah, if they wanted to ask me about my back tattoo. <laughs> uh, you can hit me up at mkaznell. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Rich, what about you? At B my mom listens listen to this. <laughs> Your mom was mad about us saying the F word too much a couple weeks ago. And we just did three minutes about... <laughs> The dick tattoos <laughs> and the Muppets <laughs> and two balls <laughs> and someone fucking me from behind. You can reach me at b underscore walnuts on Twitter. Tim, what about you? Me 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 me. At Timar Hansen and Sean, what is your soon to be made private Twitter account going to be? At hey, it's sob. The infamous Muppet back tattoo question, gentlemen. It's just as bad as I remember. Yeah, yeah. just as amazing. It was just the number of times, as we're listening to this, the number of times that, like, one of us would try and, like, bring it back to a state of sanity, (laughs) and then the next person would go, no, 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 no. (laughs) No, I got a one-up it. We're We're riding this train all the way down. (laughs) (laughs) Tim bringing up the beaker thing just still. (laughs) That was the, yeah. And it's just, Sean drove it home with the Bunsen. Yeah, yeah. It the, just, uh, it's a rolling stone, just like slowly peters it, on the edge. It and was. Then... <laughs> it was the very last question we answered that whole night. And I think that was, in fact, the night that we, none of us got any sleep. Uh, we were on like coffee and wine exclusively. And uh, it shows. Yeah. It shows. Mm-hmm. And the results of that question. Yeah, that's the question I, if I. If I ever recommend our podcast to anyone, it, it's it's specifically not that one. <laughs> Anything but the last seven and a half minutes of episode eleven three. Oh Jesus! Mm. Uh, moving on though to our our next category, and this is a big one. Um, a lot of viable candidates for our next category: best impression. The nominees for impression of the year are Tim Hansen as Mickey Mouse. Hello. Welcome to Brosing! <laughs> the podcast for bros. For those. For those. <laughs> restart. Who drink rosé. No, we're not restarting. We're pushing forward. My name is Matt Casnell, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hello! To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. <laughs> and I'm... across from us, Mr. Tim Hansen. Don't steal my shtick, you motherfucker. I'll do it if I want. Well, suck a fat one. No. And literally any other impression we've done on the show. So stiff competition, Tim, because <laughs> it's 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 you against the field. Uh, your your thoughts going into this? Listen, I think I have a great shot. Uh, clearly, it's the only impression that's been requested by the fans. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if those are requested. Those it, might be block mute no, requests. It, on Twitter. it truly it was. Specifically it was specifically requested that, that Tim record an entire session with that voice, and I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you, buddy. As I've said frequently, there's no way I'm recording another episode past that point. Like, that's the end of the podcast. If we do a show where Tim just does 55 minutes of Mickey Mouse. Um, you did it for like 35, 45 seconds at one point and just lost steam at that point. I don't. How would you keep it up for a whole hour? I mean, really, it's not that difficult. I just, uh, I, uh, I didn't want to piss off my pros. And uh, yeah. I appreciate that kind of good looking out, uh, man. Good consideration of, uh, of our feelings and our emotions. Um, so unfortunately for you, Tim, the field won out. Literally any other impression uh, took home the victory on this one on the number of votes. So... This is um, bullshit. I revolt. Fuck you. Sorry, man. Does not mean that... It, listen, this does not mean that it can't be nominated next year, uh, but don't. <laughs> yeah, please leave that I'll off. I'll be back. No longer qualifies. I was honestly expecting uh, to hear a uh, Kanye West, like, I'm happy for you, but <laughs> my impression was... The yeah, why didn't you run up and steal the trophy from the field when they went up to accept their award? Because I'm on the red carpet and they locked me out. Ah, oh, okay. uh, uh, well, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, it's probably the voice. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you're you're still technically on on reconnaissance for us, telling us about how things are going on the red carpet. How how is everything out there, by the way? It's dark out here. I hear cameras, but I don't see any flashes. How's that? How is the the fashion looking like? Any uh, are we are we in appropriate brunch attire? Would you say? I think I might be in the wrong place. There's a lot of hookers here in scantily clad clothing. Yeah, are you sure you're at the red carpet anymore? <laughs> have you gone off the strip? I might be in the red light district. Uh, I may have, I may have fucked this one up, guys. Oh boy, hey, get in oh, touch boy. with get in touch with producer John, who's really working double duty handling our cameras and trying to shepherd you around tonight. <laughs> John's um, the one who dropped me off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. This is the longest we've allowed this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he gets it. He yeah. lost the award. Yeah. We let him have this. I also feel bad for John, who we hired as an intern like six and a half minutes ago and has already like easily gone off the rails. Wow, he this. went from intern to producer in six and a half minutes? He's a production intern. Like, okay. let's not get carried away. John, John's got a big head for himself, so I'm trying to keep him in line. Uh, so our next question of the year nominee, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, is one that I think... It really taught everybody something um, as far as how to handle their household and how to handle a, a gift acquisition and really what an appropriate ki kitchen looks and, and should be like. So uh, let, to, without further ado, our next nominee for question of the Our year. third nominee for question of the year is the whisks question. What is the right number of whisks to own? W-H-I-S-K-S, -S, whisks, the kitchen tool. What is oh, the correct boy. number of whisks to own? I, I think Tim knows where this question originated because yep. I've never had this conversation with Mary. No. Like, How many whisks do I have? This is not like one of the questions I had with the priest before I got married. It's not like one of those, like, if you haven't talked about the whisks, you can't be ready to settle down. Uh, Tim, what is the correct number of whisks? I mean, to me, like, one big one and, like, one medium to small size one but this came out from uh martha's bridal shower where it seemed like and i definitely exaggerated the number now that we've gone through it all but i'm like we got like eight whisks why the <laughs> fuck do we need eight whisks this is bullshit yeah 
Uh, we only got three. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's holding her hands holding up behind up you, three. Tim. Yeah. yeah. So, so we only got three, and we're keeping two. So you got like ten whisks. Oh, can I for... get a whisk? Because I don't have one. Yeah. You, you need a whisk, Rich? I, I had so it's one. more than zero. <laughs> I've also got an extra <laughs> hammer. You want a hammer? Yeah. I, I had a whisk, but like it was old, my grandparents' one, and then I bought a new one. And I don't know why, but I ended up just throwing it out because I think it like mm-hmm. might have been. That's not. Worse. Yeah, we have an extra hammer because uh, Jeff Bezos decided to double your brother's order. Oh, nice! And uh, so now we have an extra hammer that I <laughs> nice. definitely don't need. Well, why don't you give me the extra hammer and you can give Rich one of your fourteen whisks? Thirty-five <laughs> sounds good. One of our thirty-seven whisks. <laughs> yeah, we need thirty-seven whisks. Yeah, I mean eighty-two whisks is an appropriate number. Yeah. yeah. So I I would say two to three is probably the right amount. Yeah. Like a. At least two is probably good in case, like, you use one and then realize, oh, shit, and, like, you know, you don't want to dirty it again or you don't feel like washing yeah. it off or something like that. Like, in case, listen, in case the first one fails in its duties mm-hmm. or falls in the, in the line of duty, you want to have, you know, somebody to step in and be the next man up. Yeah. So. Yeah. so and I like having a smaller one because if you're only yeah. doing, like, a small batch, it, it's it's dumb to use a big fucking whisk. Yeah. Right? I think it's three whisks. I big, agree. medium, small. Fair. I would say... I would say four, but mm-hmm. it's big, medium, small, and then maybe an extra medium, mm-hmm. just in case. Just in case. Well, yeah, I, it depends on how much you're whisking. It's true. It's I whisk true. a lot, and I also hate doing dishes, so I'll use the big one, and then the little one, and then the medium one, and then the other medium yeah. one. Yeah. I want tiny whisk that Binging with Babish has, because that thing oh, is the adorable. the tiniest whisk? So you can scramble one egg? Yes. Yes. You can harangue like a... That's what a fork's for. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tim, you need a big, medium, and small whisk. And then if you you want to use your other 34 sets of whisks uh, of three, uh, then you can use those as your backups for each of the sizes. I I use them to throw at people as they walk by my apartment. That's probably not a good way to do yourself. When you have several thousand whisks, you can just do whatever you want. That's that's when you you throw it at people. You're like, you need to mix it up in your life. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You, You like that? Well, there's... 4,000 more where that came from. <laughs> Just FYI, Sean, I cite it myself for that question. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, you need to mix it up. It's just too good. <laughs> you need to mix it up. All right. So, so 7,500 whisks. So, yeah. what? what <laughs> yeah. so, so, beyond 1 million whisks, which seems unreasonable for the average buyer. Yeah. No, it's, I don't it's even cool. know how we fit it in the apartment. No. Uh, yeah, your, your apartment is a whisk. Yeah. <laughs> it is just so you live in a I whisk. live in a now. whisk. Mine the whisk it just doesn't do well in the rain. You just need to get a tank, and the the cannon attachment is just yeah. a whisk. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what is the what is the, one number, glass, guys. the number of whisks? And a real <laughs> a real life person should have two to three. Two to three. Two or three. Yeah. 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 I'd be happy with two. I would not be upset with somebody who had three. Yeah. Four. I'm sort of starting to I'm, raise my eyebrow. I'm I'm that overachiever. And I'm like I like that one extra. Like well, when uh, I'm packing, also, I always get like the extra three underwears yeah. just in case. Mm-hmm. Like I want that one extra. I think it also depends on what, what what you're cooking. Like if you're cooking all the time or you're baking a lot, then you need more whisks. But sure. I yeah. think a regular person. Two to three whisks. Yeah. You're G to G. If you're Tim, three billion. Yeah, like 18 factorial. <laughs> you need a 18 factorial is not enough. No, it's not, it's not no. nearly enough. Too much whisk. It's definitely not three whisk. billion. <laughs> 18 factorial to the 18th factorial to the 18th factorial. A horrifying nightmare of whisks at Tim's yes. apartment. <laughs> Tim's apartment of infinite whisks. Yeah. The ninth circle of whisks. <laughs> The whisks question, ladies and gentlemen, just like (laughs) an absolutely. And what that that clip doesn't doesn't capture is that that was the first episode that we did that night. 
And the following two, we referenced it like a hundred more times. <laughs> and and the, the number somehow kept growing, which yeah. is incredible. So, Tim, how many of your 17 trillion wins <laughs> did you actually keep? All of them. <laughs> Did you make a broom out of whisks and just cut the wire? Uh, <laughs> no, of, of the three we originally got, we got rid of one because it was just poorly designed. and just, it... Poorly designed? <laughs> what does that mean? What did it have? <laughs> was it missing a handle? Like, what could possibly have been poorly designed about a whisk? It was, like, as long as a large whisk, but the only actual whisk part was only about, like, two inches long and it was like this is just bullshit i don't need this <laughs> little baby uh, <laughs> so we donated that and the second hammer to a uh a friend f that we used to go to karaoke with mm -hmm. uh he made it there was problem. helping <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you have either the they or someone they were close to lost everything in a house fire oh, like, we will help you oh, well now i feel bad yeah i know <laughs> don't well, feel bad it's Matt's uh, fault. well you can yeah. use all of your wrist wrist to rebuild their home and uh, <laughs> oh, no, it sounds no, like no. whiskey business. No, here's, oh fuck! <laughs> All right, next question. It's like the Seinfeld. No, it's like the Seinfeld episode where they're like donating the muffin tops to a homeless shelter, and the homeless shelter revolts. They're like, we don't want these. No, no. <laughs> Why is this donating, all stick? It's no still in bad shape. And they're like, well, still, I wouldn't they, still take this. I have standards. They were donating <laughs> the muffin like bottoms and keeping. Oh, the that tops. was right. It was they were keeping the tops, donating the bottoms, and they like threw it back at them. Yeah. Like, we don't want your garbage. Everyone, <laughs> only, everyone only likes the tops. Yeah, we know that. Um, so, okay, so Best Whisks, uh, definitely up there is one of our four uh, nominees for Question of the Year. So, our, our next category is Best Guest, and there have been a couple of times this year where, uh, whether we needed to for attendance purposes or uh, just for shits and gigs, we've had uh, bonus bros on the show. Bonus bros. Bonus bros. <laughs> and so, we, we, we've had a number of them, and, and they've come on a couple of times, and so we, it's only fair to, like, you know, see which one of them put in the best performance, and this is directly relating to the pay that we give them, the stipend that we hand them as part of coming on the show. So the losers actually have to give us money so we can pay the winner. Uh, this is how this works. Mm. Rough deal. I know they didn't agree to it, but, you know, it's fair. No, so. they signed a contract. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Or yeah, did you watch like name? Vince is going to pay us. Yeah, it's true. Vince, <laughs> st Vince still owes me for fantasy football like six weeks after I nominated him for that award. Uh, so we're not we're not handing out a trophy for that one, but D Vince does win the award for bro who still owes me money for fantasy football. Uh, also for the Eliminator Pool, which was a separate thing. He still hasn't paid me for it. Fuck you. Uh, without further ado, uh, the, the, br the br Golden Brobes for nominees for Best Guest of 2019. The nominees for Guest of the Year are Tim Bolger. Oh, man. oh no, I definitely don't have 250 photos. Does the Portal soundtrack count as a love tone? <laughs> yeah, mine's the. Uh... I love it. <laughs> I have a picture of Sean dancing. That's a GIF animation. <laughs> Alex Casnell. We cannot have a conversation explain with the lack of fucking quinoa. Wow. <laughs> This is a valid point. Yeah. Way too far. <laughs> we just got off talking about it as a convenience store. I can't handle store. that. I can't <laughs> Vince. Guido. Guida. Oh, hold on. You guys know this one? Hold on. Oh. Okay, okay. Really? Okay. <clears throat> Vince 
Gaida. I can tell you my wife's least favorite shirt, <laughs> which makes it my favorite shirt sure. even more. Um, my Cookie Monster shirt. And underneath Cookie Monster, it says Nom Nom Nom. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt is longer than a normal t-shirt, just a little bit, so it can fit all the Nom 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 on there. <laughs> I love that shirt. <laughs> Becky hates it. Um, Why does she hate the shirt? Because it's childish and it's 12 year old me every time I put it on I'm like ha 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 <laughs> run, run. so no good nom, reason nom, nom, just nom. you know she doesn't like you being happy that's what I took away from <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no I mean well I am the cookie monster too you put a plate mm-hmm. of chocolate chip cookies in front of me I would eat all of them even after eating like a five course you didn't have to wear it to your rehearsal dinner though and that's probably also why she hates it I didn't wear that to the rehearsal dinner I know it's, it's yeah <laughs> it's, called, it's called a bit Vince let's go yeah, let's just, try just, to keep up yes and yes and yes and yes and you missed your ground. I'm not good at improv. So. It was it was the Cookie Monster snapback that really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's what you do. And the stuffed Philly fanatic. Philly fanatic really a silent contributor to this year's show. But but we would not be where we are without. Him. Absolutely no. not. No, every every one of these guests is a piece in the Brose puzzle. Um, but only one of them is, is really the Jenga piece, well, the one that the tower would fall down without. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> well, that ghost came out of nowhere. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the winner of, uh, of Guest of the Year, in, again, a hotly contested match, uh, it's, uh, it's Alex Casnell. boy. Absolutely. Great work by him. And, um, and again, Alex, he's, he's hard at work at the lab at uh, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, who has not heard about this podcast or surely would have kicked him out of the program. Uh, but he, he was able to, to send in a, a brief acceptance speech, and uh, here we go. Well, bros, it is a great honor and indeed a great surprise to accept this inaugural Golden Brobe for Best Guest. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Chiquita Bananas, who, despite my urgings, will be defiling a cease and desist order against the existence of your program within the coming days. But nonetheless, uh, I'm a longtime fan, uh, a first-time winner of not just this Golden Brobe, but of literally anything since I got second place in the Pinewood Derby. Thanks very much. I love the show, guys. I'll talk to you again soon. A, a gracious, a gracious success. Wow. Really humble. Congratulations, Alex. Congratulations. What a champ. Great work by him. Uh, and uh, and to, all, to all the guests, except for Vince. Uh, so, great, great, good stuff. Listening to Vince mm-hmm. and not being any good at yes end no <laughs> and then listening to the rest of the guests the, it's just the it, philly fanatic is better at yes end than he is the philly fanatic oh, was nodding yeah. his head going like yeah i remember vince doing that yeah. like, <laughs> like there's just the, the fact that he heard me say that first of all i think he was telling on himself a little bit there because he was like i didn't wear that like he felt like he had to defend himself from that charge that i made that he was wearing that on the night yeah. of his engagement well part. notoriously he has been underdressed for most things that he's gone to <laughs> also I, also true uh, uh tim i was stunned uh so again we're, we're, we're working with the shifting sands of time when it comes to the brose podcast but we're uh two days removed from your nuptials which by the way congratulations uh, but but Yay. but I was stunned that Vince showed up with a tie. Frankly, <laughs> he, he was looking rather dapper. I'll definitely give him that. He did look great at the yeah. Time. It was good work by him. Uh, so our next next on our list is our fourth nominee for question of the year. And as mentioned, Alex Casnell, before being a guest of the show, was a frequent contributor to the show. Um, and uh, it's questions like these that really made him ideal guest material. So without further ado, the fourth nominee. 
for Question of the Year. Our final nominee for Question of the Year is Alex ridicules Matt over melted cheese. It is submitted by Mr. Alex Casnell. Alex Casnell. And it starts off Called with it. Matt Casnell hates melted cheese with meticulously remove will re- meticulously remove all tomatoes from any dish containing them. Loves pizza. Is loves this a question? <laughs> is just calling me out. <laughs> that idiot. Yeah. Very stinky. I have a question. You suck. <laughs> it goes on. Loves chocolate. Is a daily consumer of peanut butter. Won't touch a Reese's cup with a ten foot pole. This is where are we going with this? <laughs> Has a master's degree and a full-time job. Still orders Papa John's. <laughs> First of all, that's that's fake news. <laughs> he orders Domino's. Yeah. Um, this one's not actually a question, but like, what the fuck? It's just calling out Matt. It's just calling out Matt. He's like, wait, what the fuck? We're getting a question. This is just this is just putting me to the mat. Wait, is weird that weird eating idiosyncrasies? No, hold on, hold on. Two can play at this game. So, my brother, a sweet boy, a sweet young man, uh, decided that uh, he was gonna he was gonna make me dinner for my birthday this past this past July. I turned twenty nine, and he decided he was going to make me uh, a birthday dinner, which was which was great. It was really sweet. So I went to his apartment. He lives in in uh, Western Philadelphia. Uh, went to his apartment. Went upstairs. He started cooking dinner. We started you know had a couple of drinks. You know, he, he listened to music. And uh, I noticed that he's got a big green tote uh, sitting near the counter of his uh, studio apartment. And when I looked in the, the, the tote, it was completely 100% full of spinach. Just <laughs> to the brim. And there is no problem. I like spinach. But this was like... Instead of going to get, like, the palette of, of BJ's spinach, he had just gone and bought as much spinach as possible. It was spinach or broccoli, one of these two. And I was like, boy, you really like spinach? He's like, yeah, I like something, I like something. So I don't want to hear a damn word about any of my eating idiosyncrasies. We got totes full of spinach sitting around in a western Philadelphia apartment. Also, fake news, I haven't brought Papa John's in years. <laughs> Racist motherfuckers. Look, we... Uh, going to Firefly, there was one stand that everybody looked forward to getting food from. It was a um, barbecue stand. They had curly fries, covered with pulled pork, yeah, drenched in cheese. Mm. This motherfucker <laughs> gets it without cheese. Because <laughs> he's wrong. Because it's barbecue sauce anyway. Like, you don't even put cheese on everything <laughs> in the planet. Like, like, you do. And then he turns around and gets mad at me for not liking ranch on my fucking pizza. <laughs> You're damn right! <laughs> Because you're not an American. Look, this is absolutely insane. Look, the melted cheese thing, I've never been able to get over. I don't know why. I've tried. I, I Literally, I try periodically. Is it just, is it like liquid cheese? It's textural. So like pizza, for some reason, I'm fine with. But like, like nachos. Like nachos are the bane of my existence. Because it's just dra- draped with like the grossest cheap melted cheese on it. the planet. Like it's it's just a textural. It's it's similar to you with the with like hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like warm, like warmed up chocolate. It's just yeah. by all accounts, this is something I should enjoy, and I don't. <laughs> yes, that's the worst feeling. It's like I should like this. Mm-hmm. These are all things. I love, else likes it. I love cheese. Yeah. I love and then. <laughs> yeah. On that topic, I hate eggs. Yeah, you don't like eggs. Like a- a- any. Is it? A, is that a texture thing? It's absolutely a texture thing, and it doesn't matter what form. The only. Te- 
form, I can kind of, sort of stand it. It's scrambled, and that's with a shit ton of ketchup. Mm. But, yeah. like, I, I can't stand it, which makes eat. And everyone's like, well, you gotta be such an asshole. I'm like, I'm not being an asshole. My life would be so much easier if I liked eggs. Hmm. Every fucking breakfast combo is eggs, and I have to be like, can I can I sub in something? And they're like, what do you mean? That's what I'll... Sub in. Right. What, what do you mean? That's ultimately what it comes down to, is like, I'm not trying to be, and you're not trying to be just like the pain in the ass, because our lives would be a lot easier if you just if you just liked eggs, or if I just like melted cheese. It would make ordering from McDonald's a million times easier. It would make everything a million Wait, times easier. Wait, you don't easier. like, so you won't get like, when you get a hamburger from McDonald's, you if, don't get cheese on it. If, I will ask for no cheese. Okay. If, they, if they give it to me, I'll deal with it. But like I, I prefer not to have it. It's just, it's it just not necessary. It doesn't add anything for me on on a burger like that. Okay, it is. I mean, that's a little different, I think, because McDonald's cheese is a little bit like paste. Yeah, and it has yeah. like it's a craft single yellow. It's the cheap stuff. Cheese. It's it's just the like cheap singlesy kind of thing. Oh, like that stuff you brought to my wine and cheese party. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, it's, so killing it, <laughs> which is for real, still in my refrigerator and has yet to mold. Dude, that thing's that thing's gonna outlast all of us. It is like three years old and it's just sitting in my fridge. No one's gonna eat it. So sh- thank God. But it, there is a there are two craft singles in my refrigerator. They're not craft. They're like American oh, yeah, splendor yeah, or something. They're like they're like the ShopRite brand craft singles. Calling it cheese is a little bit aggressive. And, and, well, 100% it is because it exists and is not moldy still it, <laughs> to this day. And I, at this point, I'm just keeping it as an experiment. Like, when will they go bad? Will they go bad? Who knows? This has moved houses with you, by the way, because that party was at another house. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It to another house. <laughs> I did. It survived the trip and I threw it in my cheese drawer. I'm an awful friend because you're trying to throw this this like nice wine and cheese party, and I think like Jenna genuinely gets behind it. Like I like a good deli cheese too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, everybody's gonna bring you know like you know like you know havlet cheese and like all this really nice stuff. I'm gonna get 89 cents <laughs> stack of like American Splendor like singles cheese, and you know nobody else brought that. I didn't duplicate anybody. <laughs> That's all. So anyway, do we have any more questions that just (laughs) shit on me for like two minutes? I want to make an addendum to this question because, you know, you like what you like and that's fine. But I want to call out the has a master's green full-time job but orders Domino's instead of Pop John's. Yeah. I want to change that to you live in fucking New Jersey and you still order Domino's. This was a... So two things on that. One, a big reason... Uh, one of the big reasons uh, that I continue to order from Domino's specifically, sitting in this room right now, yeah, it's, because it's, they offer gluten-free crust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but the second thing is, this is this is still one of my moral failings because um, about a year ago when we moved up here, my my now wife Jenna and I were having a conversation on the phone. We were talking about the day that we were going to move in. And I said, "Oh yeah, we'll get you know, get all the guys together. I'll order them some pizzas. I'll get some Domino's or something." She's like, "No." You're moving to New Jersey. You have to eat like a normal new... You don't eat any Domino's anymore. So what did I do? We all moved in together. Stack of Domino's pizzas. And that's like... You can't stop me. That's a... It's a regional thing just like... Like, you can't go to Subway when living in New Jersey, Philadelphia area. You need to go to like Wawa or a deli. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had Jersey Mike's for dinner tonight. Please sponsor us. But but those are subs. They're not hoagies. They're different. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, I'll make the argument if you want me to is how they're different. It's it's all entirely predicated on your dietary preferences. Like, the the gluten-free is available there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of great local pizza places that are around here that I've tried a couple of them and they're, they're really good. They don't offer stuff that you yeah. can get for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's all that's all it's, I'm the one that's that has to be the difficult one. And that's yeah. I, I try to like let everybody know. At least if you're gonna order pizza, just 
go to Wegmans, buy me a pizza, and then mm. order wherever the hell you want to order. No, don't, 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 I, have, yeah. I have zero problem with doing it. That's just the justification <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for me ordering Domino's pizza. So, yeah. uh, but all right, after after shitting on Matt, let's go for another. All right, do Sean next. <laughs> the cheese question, ladies and gentlemen. The beautiful thing is Matt has stopped ordering cheese from Domino's and Pizza Hut. Now. I have. I've graduated. Well, also there's a there's a place People's Pizza right around the corner that does gluten free crust now, um, and they do quite solid pizza. So I'm like I'm, I've moved on. I've moved yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 all right. It's big development. It's, it's all yeah, right. I, I did love that in that question. The thing you took the most umbrage at was the fact that he would deign to accuse you of ordering from Papa John. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that asshole. Like, I, it's, it's been at least six years since I've had Papa John's pizza or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, But I, that, that also, and I, 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 there's a little bit of a stretch on this one, but I also think this is one of the genuinely good things about this show, is it started from a place where, again, it's just bagging on me for, for the cheese thing, um, as well as some other, like, eating eccentricities. Um, but it got into a genuine discussion. We all ended up talking about like some weird thing that we had about mm-hmm. food. It was it was it got into a genuine. We we take the questions about government as seriously as we take the questions about like eating eggs. Like it's <laughs> and that's that's what I genuinely love about this show. Yeah, that's the that is the I think the quick pitch is that we the the range of questions we get is so is is, is we get such diverse questions but we we treat them all with the exact same gravity yeah. that's not true we <laughs> that's not true i was going i was thinking about it and like when we get a serious question we will you know pump the brakes no, on but being assholes for that minute for a minute like we'll throw in jokes cuz i mean let's yeah. be like we're here to have a good time in yeah. general as well as talk about our feelings and talk mm-hmm. about the issues of the day um, but the fact that we can pivot, it's really that the, the pivoting from like talking about a series, like we've talked about gun control on this show. Yeah. We've talked about like redlining and, and net neutrality and, and, uh, and like, you know, charter schools and busing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the very next question will be like, you know, how many whisks have you, uh, yeah. what, you what counts as a sandwich? Yeah. What counts <laughs> as a sandwich? We, we talked about, we talked about what counts as a sandwich for like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a very serious topic. It is. It is. It's, it's very important. It's, it's. Something that's – the streets are talking. Streets are talking about this kind of thing. <laughs> streets are talking about sandwiches and brosés on top. Speaking of what people are talking about, there are, a lot of people are talking about the segments that we've had on this show. Uh, some of the games and some of the recurring things that we've done on this show as a means of, of generating content besides just from the questions. And so there have been a couple that have really stuck uh, throughout the last 12 months, and uh, we're, we're going to see which one you thought was the best. So without any further ado, segment of the year. The nominees for Game or Recurring Segment of the Year are The Antiques Roadshow Guessing Game. It looks like two, not emus. Uh, it like, looks like, like a push-me-pull-you. Yeah, like a push-me-pull-you with two heads, uh, very furry, almost like a mix of like a like a, like a llama. It looks like yeah, two llamas. Yeah, 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 yeah. a push-me-pull-you okay. from Dr. Doolittle. Oh. That's what, do, you, do you don't remember? None of you? It was a llama with two heads, and they called it a push me pull you, and it had one body, two heads, one body. It didn't really have a butt. It was like cat dog, but it was two llamas. All right, Sean, you're making no. shit up. All right, guys. Well, is this Doctor Doolittle? No, not, not the Eddie Murphy one. Is that the, is that one, the, the one with Robin one. Williams in the green blob? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor yes. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy is the only Doctor Doolittle okay. I know. Okay, okay, that's why it was I'm the like... original Doctor Doolittle. So anyway, so it looks like this alleged push me pull you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, for for those of you who don't remember this scene, it does look like two llamas. Uh, it looks like cat white. dog, but two llamas. Yeah, fair. Uh, that, that's a good way of putting it. I, I that's a reference I get. 
Um, and there is there is a woman, the the woman who brought it in to be appraised, looking at a man in a in a suit and tie, trying to look like a goddamn professional while appraising. <laughs> wearing a top hat. Two llamas. Uh, <laughs> two, two at once llamas. Two at once llamas uh, conjoined at the at the rear, I guess. So. so if you're listening and you haven't googled a. <laughs> Yeah, Tim found yeah. a picture of the pushmi. If you have not Googled a pushmi for you yet, you need to do that now. <laughs> it's from this is that we found the first picture is from the original Doctor Doolittle. I am assuming it is. It is not as creepy as this photo, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. this photo is super creepy. So this is, yeah. like it looks stuff. like someone made a pushing pull you out of paper mache and fell asleep yeah. halfway through. Like, ta- <laughs> like taxidermy to push you. I think it's part of a couch. It's part of a cat. That's actually a pretty Ooh, good guess. Like a, like a like the or, back of a couch. Yeah, yeah, or like a headboard or something. Yeah. Or a headboard. Yeah. And I'm gonna go only six hundred and seventy dollars. I think this stupid thing is probably worth more than six hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna bet that this thing. I think you're you're on the right track with it being part of a couch, but I think it's just like a taxidermy. Like, no, it can't be. It's not a real animal. If um, they are real, then that taxidermist sucks. I'm going the headboard for like a twin size bed, uh, and it's worth like fifteen hundred. John, I think it is a what a sprinkler. I think it's a sprinkler or like a fountain of some kind. Like a butt fountain. Yeah. Yes. I don't English. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is worth two thousand and five hundred dollars. Okay. I got this, guys. I think it is an actual replica <laughs> of a push me pull you. Oh, like one of the props from the movie? Yeah, very prop poorly from the done. Movie. It's fairly. It's a little older. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> okay. Dollar. So, so you don't know how to play the game, right? Sean, you're correct. It's a stiff push me pull you llama, circa 1967. <laughs> no. What is the push me pull you? Uh, what is the use of this object? Whew. Rich. This is Push Me Pull You, the two-headed llama from Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> you got this it. This is made by Steve in 1967 for promotional tours of the movie. The most recent appraisal was between five and $8,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Pay or play. For 30 days, you must consume 2,000 calories of marshmallows per day. You cannot eat any other food besides marshmallows, and the only beverage you can drink is water. You will not die from anything directly stemming from your marshmallow-centric diet, but you will suffer any other health impacts your diet causes. Gentlemen, your price is $5,000. You know, I I'm already going to get diabetes from, <laughs> from natural predisposition. Fucking wow. I'll do it. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll, I'll go for it. Wow. I just can't. For health be damned the idea of you're on day like 26 and all you've been doing is pounding marshmallows and just looking at another pack of that craft jet puff and having to cram another 2000 boy i i couldn't do it I, i'd pay to get out of this it's one so many <laughs> so i just oh, no. looked up one cup of mini marshmallows like a cup which is a lot uh, you don't do mini marshmallows okay. you do the big fuckers well i'm but i'm saying <laughs> one mass. cup of miniature marshmallows is 159 calories Jesus. oh my god so you would have to down what like uh so you're looking 10? at like like 15 ish like, yeah. like if it's 150 like maybe 15 ish cow uh, cups 15 cups of, of mini marshmallows, marshmallows. <laughs> it's so many uh, would you pay the 5000 to get out of it, though? You have to do it for a month. Oh, one regular marshmallow is 23 so you'd have to, you'd have to eat 200 marshmallows a day. Tim, would you eat 200 <laughs> th- marshmallows a day or pay the five grand? Yeah, I'd do it. No, I'd do it. Okay. Because <sighs> eventually I would just, like, stuff my mouth with them mm-hmm. and then run up to somebody and go... <laughs> 
Jesus. I just spit them all but, out. But you still never ate it. You still That's have awesome. to eat them. Well, no, I'd go back and I'd eat them, but it would just be really funny playing with my food is ultimately what I would end up doing. 100 marshmallows a day <laughs> for 30 straight days. Or pay five grand. And, and here's the other thing. Just water. Nothing I'm else. Less, yeah. Unless I would... I'd, you'd feel so bad all the time because oh, you're yeah. just getting that sugar rush every single day. Yeah. I don't think, but I think yeah, I'm gonna. I would do it. Okay, Less, you do I it. Don't Save think the five, five grand. Yeah, five grand is a lot. That's fair. Hot takes. So we're gonna introduce this hot takes segment where one of us takes will... <laughs> every time. Hot takes. Hot takes. I'm gonna do it at the conclusion of every take too. <laughs> I will fucking ride or die by Sonic 2019. <laughs> hot takes. Everyone can go fuck themselves. The kiss cam is bullshit. I, I don't believe people should be spoiling movies, and I hate that it is has become a culture ever since. Spoiler alert, Snape killed Dumbledore. Game of Thrones, season eight. Suck it up, it wasn't that bad, you bunch of whiny bitches. <laughs> Here we go. All right. You know what? I've got one. It's All not right. that hot of a hot take, but it's kind of a hot take. What okay. People, I, I am... Uh, here's my hot take. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> This is a great bit. I love this. <laughs> and know your bro. All right, Vince, are you ready for this? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Go. The first question is from uh, listener Jif Choosy, and it says, which one of you is most likely to root against your hometown football team because it would <laughs> benefit your fantasy football team? Uh, Vince, your thoughts? Definitely me. Definitely you? Definitely me. Okay. All right, because you did that earlier this year. And you know what? I yeah. won my fantasy football league this year, so... Great. Awesome. Good what right. Are we going to get three hours of this? <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, let's move on to the next question. Um, this one is called, what are your thoughts on people who bring up the fact that they won a fantasy football championship to defend their inexcusable actions? <laughs> Personally, I think that they're lowest of the low, but I would love to hear your guest's opinion on this. And uh, this is from Vince's mom, actually. That was a very specific question. A lot of great games in there, guys. Wow. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff as always so uh, many good segments absolutely absolutely and, and again a lot of them didn't make the cutting room floor and you might have noticed that because they blessed it for one episode and then we didn't we didn't do them again but, uh, <laughs> but uh, is that why um uh two truths and a lie didn't make it <laughs> two truths oh boy I forget. well by proxy sean's two dicks is really like the proxy award for, <laughs> for two truths and a lie um, yeah. Also, I, I'm pretty sure after the first episode, after the first set of episodes, <laughs> Matt forgot what two truths and a lie was, <laughs> yeah. and just gave three lies. Weird, like I went off on a weird, like this game works. I went off a weird, like acid-induced fantasy where I was like, I, I believe I was stalking the the lead singer of Lifehouse <laughs> yes. in, in one of mine. Yes. Um. So that was yeah. the best one. It took forever. Yeah. <laughs> I really bogarted the show. Uh, the winner, by the way, of uh, the best game or recurring segment of the year is the Antiques Roadshow guessing of game. Of course it is. The Roadshow. It's America's game. I love that game. It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, Hot Takes. Hot Takes was really good. But we also fun. Hot Takes also morphed into, the problem is, is that Hot Takes sort of had a split vote because it eventually became four different segments. Because yeah. now we all have, of course, we have uh, Kaz's Corner, The Sweeten Show, Sob Stories, and The House of Handsome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I just realized I named my uh, new Echo show the wrong thing. I called it the Hanson Show. It should be the House of Hanson. It absolutely Hansen. should okay. be the House of Hanson. All right, I'll gotta fix that. All right. Um, before we go on to the next category, um, you know, there's so many awards that we had to give out for this year's uh, Golden Brobes. 
that we it, it, it wouldn't make sense to jam you know every single acceptance and nomination into the main show. So we had some technical broies that were announced uh, earlier today. Uh, so I want to give a couple of, of, of those technical words out now and just cite them. Uh, earlier today, uh, the excellence in content management and production was given out to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions for the last uh, for the last 12 months. Um, truly somebody who did not ask to be part of this show. <laughs> but, we, but we have we sucked her into our amoeba. We shanghaied her right into it. We absolutely did. So uh, excellence in content management and production. Um, uh, excellence in art design to Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo. Uh, for the bro- for the Brose podcast uh, again, I-, I remember distinctly where I- where I was when we saw that. I think we were having a Christmas party, and Rich showed us all the photo on his uh, the-, uh, the painting that that Shannon had done on her phone on his phone. Uh, would be weird if he had her phone, but uh, <laughs> but uh, showed us the drawing, and my first thought was just, "This is too nice for us." Like, <laughs> I still think that every it's, time it's I true. Do. It's a hundred percent true. Um, but a- but a huge thanks to her. Um, costumes and prop design to uh, to Jenna Murray Casnell for continually pumping in the Antiques Roadshow guessing game uh, uh, questions. Uh, obviously, getting us the decorations, the costumes that we've rated for that. Um, and sound design uh, went to Steven Siebert for doing our theme music. When uh, Steven Siebert, by the way, for those of you who are asking, uh, has no idea that we're using his music. <laughs> <laughs> but he put it up a free music archive. Boy, does he? Sorry, pal. Uh, <laughs> should we reach out to him at some point? And be like, hey. That would be awesome, actually. Thanks for the free music. By the way, here's 52 episodes of us using it. <laughs> if I had enough foresight, I would have done that. Just at me, bro. Yeah. It was like on my, you know, as I was at my desk at work, going like, oh, this sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it to you guys. Uh, so those were the uh, the technical awards. So congratulations to everybody winning a technical bro uh this year. Excellent, excellent work. Congratulations, by yeah, We really everybody. appreciate all of the work that people not on the show have done. To it's it's let absolutely us, Let remarkable. us be dumb yeah. fucking yeah. assholes. It's really enabling our worst tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Some of Drinking, telling dumb or jokes. Worst best. <laughs> uh, well, it depends on who, it depends on when you get me. Uh, some of them, some of those uh, 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 winners have done more work for the show than some of us, Tim, on wow. the show. Wow. <laughs> All right. Just straight call. He's, he's the executive branch of the show yeah. as president. Yeah, he has the most I'm supposed weight to be a figurehead, not do actual work. <laughs> well, we actually gave you a, an actual job tonight by going out to the red carpet and talking to everybody about their, their styles. Which, by the way, Tim, how's everything going out there where you are? I, you were lost the last time we talked to you. Um, have, have you and uh, intern John figured out where you are at this point? I mean, I stumbled into a place that has red red carpets but um i i think this may just be a furniture showroom Ooh, uh, Boy, it's late, and the Tim. guy That's just definitely keeps not asking open. me if i want to buy a couch <laughs> how did you get in <laughs> i just walked through the front door it was oh, open really really not a sense of security by uh, the owner of that store uh well i hope you find your way back and uh tell john we're not paying him for this time it's off hours uh, uh yeah john dropped me off and he said uh go fuck yourselves wow <laughs> wait we pay our interns uh, I mean, yes, no. well. a living wage. <laughs> I don't get paid, though. That's my thing. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, we sorry. just established that there are a lot of people who do more work on the show than we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our next award, some of us. It's, it's true, true. <laughs> uh, the next award is uh, Football Team of the Year. Uh, and again, a, a very uh, a neck-and-neck race for Football Team of the Year here on the Brose Podcast. Uh, I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize that the winner of this was not any of our fantasy football teams. Because if there's one take I want to impart to everybody, we really don't give a shit about your fantasy football team on this show, Vince. <laughs> Here are the nominees for football team of the year. The nominees for football team of the year are 
the Cleveland Browns. Do you understand that it is actually statistically harder for a team to be this consistently bad than it is for them to occasionally accidentally be good? The probability is staggering. The Cleveland Browns. You are wasting valuable space on our majestic shoreline, and what do we get out of it from you? Ten miserable games a year, including two preseason games that I have to pay for, and one shitty Kenny Chesney concert. The Toronto Argonauts and the Cleveland Browns. You are a factory of sadness! I'll see you Sunday. <laughs> yes! Shout out to Mike Polk Jr. For, uh, for his very genuine reaction to, this is a while ago, but really that video can be played at any time within the last like 15 years of Cleveland Browns football. <laughs> uh, I like to play a different sport than you. I also, that was the best part. I was like, yeah, if you get that Packers Chargers game, it's like they're playing a different sport than you. <laughs> Uh, obviously, uh, in spite of the fact that this was a surprisingly close vote, uh, it actually came down to a, a mathematical tie if we looked at it from just the Twitter votes. So uh, by by, con by the, the professional opinion of the Brose podcast is that the Cleveland Browns are the official football team of the show, and therefore the football team of 2019 is the Cleveland Browns. So congratulations to the Cleveland Browns for finally taking home a trophy. Yeah, they better watch their backs for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, oh my God. They're, Coming they're, in 2020. Are, Everybody's asked to be traded from the Dolphins now. It's phenomenal. Are they They're easily on our purpose? Base. The Dolphins? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. It's the process. Yeah, it's oh, the process man. except football. The f football doesn't have a process. Like the process is like, you send your. I guess the Dolphins' process is you send terrible players out there to get risk their fucking lives so you can go zero and sixteen and draft a quarterback who's going to replace you. Um, that's the that's the part of the process that doesn't make sense for me from a football standpoint. Is like. Yeah. Your risk—it's different from basketball. Like you're not risking brain injury every week to so the team can get a player who's going to take your job. But you know, Miami yeah. Dolphins soon to be the 2019 uh, team of of, of Brose. <laughs> um, unless the Browns. Oh, Here's God. the thing, though. So as of this recording, the Browns are 0 and 1 and shit the bed last week. They're they're playing as we speak right now. I have no idea what the score is. But if the Browns go into this season where they've had so many, so such high expectations and just tank and miss the playoffs. Easily could be the, the Brose uh, football team in 2019 and 2020 as well. So, um, so yeah, so those that's the last category that we had. All right, gentlemen, so as a, a quick refresher, we, we've gone through each of the nominees already at, at different points throughout the show. Um, but just uh, before we announce the winner, uh, a reminder of the nominees for Question of the Year. Once again, the nominees for Question of the Year are... The Governor Superpower Gorilla Mail Question. The Muppet Back Tattoo Question. The Correct Number of Whisks Question. And Alex Makes Fun of Met Over Melted Cheese. Again, a stacked field. Um, are you guys ready? Oh, Man. wonderful, wonderful. Really, so they, they they were all such good questions. Yeah. I, I When I was reading, when I read the nominees, <laughs> I remember thinking I had such a, uh, a, I had such a visceral reaction to one of them, but mm -hmm. listening back to all of them, they're all so good. Yeah, yeah. They, they, all, they, all, they all inspired a great conversation and, you know, in, in most cases, well, us just like falling over ourselves well, laughing. Yeah. Well, did the Muppet question really inspire a great conversation? <laughs> They all hold. Yes, a, yes, it did. Depends, depends on which one of our mothers you ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, without any further ado, gentlemen, the winner of the first annual Golden Brobes Question of the Year. It's the Governor's Superpower Question, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! 
Absolutely. Absolutely phenomenal victory from our anonymous submission uh, for the Governor's Superpower question. So congratulations. You're taking home the key award. There have been no miscounts. Uh, you know, PricewaterhouseCooper has checked all the results. Congratulations to the Governor's Superpower question. Question of the year on the first annual Golden Burbs Awards. I, I think I think what was it? Runner-up was Muppet Back Tattoo. Muppet Back Tattoo was a yeah. very close and, second. And I, I feel like, yeah, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. But what makes that question live in infamy is the responses. Absolutely. The the governor superpower is just... It has of, everything. Yeah, it's a fantastic question. Yeah. It's it, it gets a great response and just the thought process into it. Like, I, I wouldn't... I would never in a million years have thought to put that... to Any yeah. of that together. Mm-mm. Like, where it's just like, oh, what's your favorite superpower? No, no, no. On top of that, <laughs> what's your yeah. favorite combination of superpowers? On top of that... Yeah. You've got to pick a state, and on top of that, you lose the powers if somebody beats you. And on it's top of that, it's a very goofy yet cerebral question. It is, yeah. And it, on top of that, I don't want to be known for asking this question. No, absolutely, <laughs> and, and absolutely. So, which which is best that the the, the identity of the submitter be kept secret. Um, someone so missed out. Someone a huge opportunity wasted. Uh, but but congratulations to the governor's superpower question as question of the year, um, gentlemen. That's the end of the 2019 uh, Golden Brobes Awards. Uh, I, I want to turn it over to, to you then for, for final thoughts, uh, anything we missed, or just your general your general feelings at the end of 52, 53 weeks of, of Brose podcasting. It's It's been a wild, definitely wild ride. And honestly, I don't know if it's just from writing the uh, Tim and Martha wedding and trials of emotions. It's been kind of emotional too, like... I feel myself like, oh my god, we have done this for a year, and people say it's good. Yeah, remarkably. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Yeah, Tim, what about you? A- any closing thoughts? Uh, this has been. Uh, no, I'm I'm not gonna say roller coaster because roller coaster implies that there's downs, and this has been nothing but fucking awesome. <laughs> it's uh, like a high love... speed monorail. <laughs> it's been a monorail just constantly going up it's it's barney's party mix it's all rise Uh, it's the last half of uh uh what's uh free bird only it's definitely not dubstep there's no drop (laughs) but it's been amazing so much follow-through as we've mentioned a couple times over the last several sessions this is the most creative follow-through any of us have really had Mm -hmm. um Love keeping in touch with my bros. It's been great to see the reaction of people who I never would have expected to listen to this. Former coworkers that I see once a year being like, oh, dude, I love your podcast. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> and former faculty from high school coming out and be like, oh, is this the person you were talking about? I'm like, holy shit, you listen? Yeah. <laughs> and wild. genuinely being excited that this is not a garbage show, even though we're just a bunch of guys drinking wine and shooting shit. Mm-hmm. So I, lo- I love it. This is phenomenal. Sean, you were really the, the driving force, the impetus behind this uh, with <laughs> the pun that you came up with. <laughs> that that's one some- time. That somehow turned into over 52 hours of content. <laughs> uh, what are your your closing thoughts as we wrap up the first year of Brose? I am uh, – I this the podcast ended up being exactly what I think it – I, I, I intended in that it's something it's it's a chance for all of us to talk because like we don't like if this podcast didn't exist I would see you all 
I'd see Richie once a week, but everyone else I would see, I would see like, uh, I, I would see at parties and stuff and we wouldn't, we wouldn't have this reason to get together. And it is, uh, I, I, it, and we get to talk about like real shit and also the dumbest stuff that we can come up with. And I, it is, it is truly like, it is an oasis and I really appreciate, uh, I really appreciate getting to do it every you know few weeks and i also really would like to shout out all of our significant others for the amount Absolutely. of of uh, encouragement and uh, the help that they've given us in in setting this up and letting us do this and you know helping it because uh, mary compiling all the questions without that this wouldn't exist uh, yeah and, yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. To, to Mary, to Martha, to Jenna, like just to the, the, the contributions and really the biggest contribution, at least for the three of, uh, of us, uh, Sean, Tim and I, um, the fact that our, our fiancés, now wives, um, are now, are just sort of like, yeah, you know what? It's fine that my husband goes and drinks for three hours on a Monday <laughs> <laughs> and puts it to tape. Uh, like the fact that it's just like, that gets the seal of approval and not only that, but that they've, that they've, um, made it better. And mm -hmm. contributed yeah. to it in such a way as is really heartwarming. Um, Can't I, wait to have a significant other to bring it all down, dude. dude, dude <laughs> womp, womp. No, 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 no. I'm there gonna you. have the Yoko. <laughs> Rich, Rich's significant other is his beard. There's no other true Don't love you in his life. Dare. There's no truer love in Rich's life than the beard and maybe the beard oil that he oh, puts on. Oh, definitely, it. it's beard balm. Mostly. Dude, it's a beautiful look, man. Thank you. Let me tell or you. Or the switch. Uh the switch. The switch is a good one. I too. love the switch. It's um, beautiful. I think my 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 final thoughts of this are like. <sighs> it's it's really a, sort of a combination of all three of ours. The fact that we've had this kind of follow through and the fact that it has been such a blast and it has touched so many different emotions, whether it's joy, whether it's melancholy, whether it's, it's serious thought, it's a really great thought experiment because you're just getting, because we don't know any of these questions beforehand. The fact that we're just getting hurled every such topic and it's just like, it's an exercise in you have to be sort of a jack of all trades. I'm not trying to make this out to be like we're like fucking brilliance here, but it is it's really it keeps you on your toes. And the fact that I've been able to do it with the three of you, like like good friends who I've learned a ton about over the last 12 months, possibly more than I than I have over the prior years. It's it's been an absolute blast and I think that the <laughs> the one story I keep thinking back on is um when I when I was starting to I'm, I edited the the under pressure podcast uh, for for one of my old professors from graduate school and I remember when she was writing to me saying like she was applying for a grant my, my professor Dr Weatherston said uh, you know I'm, I'm putting down some of your 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 prior work for for the application um what's your official title on brose <laughs> and this is like oh no you haven't been listening to it right because <laughs> I want to still have this but like but like it's it's such I'm I'm so genuinely proud of the product we put out like it's not just a goofy thing that like it is a goofy thing that we do but we put out a fucking good show guys like yeah. it's a it's it's a great show it's entertaining and we we've i, I i'm really proud of the work that we've done i'm, I'm really pumped to keep doing it with you yeah. guys i i i think in spite of how you know i we do put a lot of work into this even though it might seem like we're just you know four dudes mm -hmm. just you know just yeah. shooting the shit for mm -hmm. three hours like there is it, it's an amount of work that i'm more than happy to put in absolutely this. absolutely yeah i love i i honestly it's one of i love doing it so rich just as a reminder for the folks at home if anybody wanted to find you on twitter where could they find you at b underscore walnuts how about you tim 
at Tim R. Hansen. Mr. O'Brien. At Hey, it's SOB. You can follow me on Twitter. It's M- at MKASNEL. That's M K A S Z N E L. The podcast, as always, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and anywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question for the show, like I said, a nominee for the 2020 Bros- uh, <laughs> Golden Brobes Awards, uh, it's never too early to, to get uh, to get in on uh, on Broey season. Uh, you can send it to us. Uh, using the email address brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Again, huge thanks to Mary O'Brien for compiling all the questions for the last 52 friggin' weeks of this show. Uh, <laughs> Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo, uh, and you can find her works at sh- on, on, on Etsy. Uh, I think you just look up Shannon Vogel and find I her work. I think so. She... she... Shannon Fogel, Photography and Art on Facebook, and yes. it's connected to our Etsy. Absolutely. We might need an edit for my lack of hair now. Oh, yeah, we got we got plugged in. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Tim, Tim went uh, went full cue ball on this, and uh, so obviously we need a new logo. So, Shannon, if you're looking to get on that rich Chiquita banana money, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're more than happy to take another one, but we, we love the logo, logo that she designed. Uh, and, of course, our theme music is Win by Steven Siebert, who doesn't know that we use it. Uh, <laughs> but it's on Free Music Archive if you want to listen. Uh, Rich, you, uh, for some reason have another podcast, uh, other than Brose, <laughs> which I don't know why, why I have another podcast other than Brose. Uh, it's PodQuest. We talk about nerd stuff each week. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Absolutely. Uh, I host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast, which comes out every week or two. Um, and I'm still, uh, my, my final work for Under Pressure, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Pre- Preeclampsia comes out at the beginning of every month, um, for at least the next couple of months. Uh, Gentlemen, that's the end of the 2019 Golden Brobes Awards. We did it. We fucking did it. Yay. So, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Au revoir. For Rich Sweeten, Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, all of the the friends of the Brose podcast, and the entire Action Moves team. Moose. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Uh-huh. That's all, folks. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs>